Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Worlds collide back at it again. It's another week and another show. And today we're going to talk some pump and dump because that seems to be a pretty <laughs> okay tony's already laughing oh this is a, i thought it was a pg show for crying out loud <laughs> oh i'm sorry welcome to after dark today's episode man is just spurred on by uh as you call it the pump and dump thing i think that uh in our show notes you kind of made reference to the logo man type hype that went on it's like that that card sold for what 2.4 million something like that yeah and and th- this is something we had gone back and forth with in messaging so uh at, in typical forum if you if you send me a message and it sounds like a good show topic we put it down and we get to it as we can so um yeah there was a lot of hype surrounding this and kind of sprinkled in with that it's kind of infiltrated wrestling so I think we should first start by what exactly we were talking, because I think a lot of people may see this on social media and they see pump and dump and they maybe just kind of go along with it, but they don't really know what it means. Essentially, it means you're pumping up an item, a collectible, an asset, a stock, whatever it is. And, you know, you're saying this is the one to buy. This is the rare, blah, 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 blah. Whether it is rare, or whether it's not, you get this huge groundswell around it of hype and believability that it is the important thing this is what it's worth and then all of a sudden you sell that on ebay to the people who were just listening to you say that and then that's how it happens and then the price just goes down because of that concept so yeah basically just inflating an item's worth for self-gain yeah i mean really that's what it kind of boils down to and that's kind of what the panini product got kind of uh, label as a pump and dump uh, as you're seeing the prices you know fall uh, and then continue to fall even as we record this um, uh, people are still going to be that believe that's the pump and dump thing and I believe there's uh, a huge you know um, validity to, to that it, uh, there was a lot of that but that's kind of the case it seems to be like the mo when it comes to panini prism stuff isn't it that's what I was going to say. Uh, a huge misconception there. there I, I still don't believe to this day there's a pump and dump in WWE Prism. It's the fact that a lot of people who are just now just now seeing modern wrestling Prism have never seen this in sports cards. And this has been a common thing in sports cards. And the other thing I see David Peck talk about this a lot, and I actually agree with him here, is if somebody's buying of out of 10 gold of their favorite wrestler, why are they not hanging on to that? Because for it to be a collectible and sustain an availability, create demand, you have to have people that want to hang on to this. I completely agree. Like, you know, if I was to pick up one of these Roman or Seth or Cena or whoever, these golds that are out there, any of the low numbered parallel stuff, 
is going to hold its value. I don't care what everything's going right now. Eventually, as time goes on, the, lo the golds, low number parallels, they're going to hold value with this first year of WW Prism. But what people don't understand is a lot of the people that are getting into this are the Prism guys and the people who just have these pop-up whatnot shows and are selling on breaks or whatever. They don't care about wrestling. They're just caring about recouping their costs. So that is why you're seeing a lot of this stuff go down. And kind of going into that also is something that I didn't, I'll be completely honest, I did not consider this. And that is how much Panini is printing. And it's still not going to take the value out of those low print run parallels. But the base cards, I mean, base cards generally go down anyway, but that's something that I didn't take into consideration was that Panini was just going to turn on the presser for this, so. Yep. Yeah. Somebody else took my uh, my impel idea and went ahead and just kind of said, I'm going to go ahead <laughs> and start printing the stuff out of. Uh... <laughs> hey, but at this rate, the impel stuff might be holding more value than the prism stuff on the base. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the flip side of that, though, where uh, I agree with that, but I also disagree. And I don't disagree. I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what Peck is probably saying as well. Yeah. Uh, but the flip side of that is. There are people out there who either are recouping their losses on that or they're moving on their collection to something else. I invested in something. I made a poor investment choice. thinking it's going to be worth a lot more to help me upgrade to something I'm trying to actually go after. So hopefully the person, say a card sold for $1,000. Mm -hmm. This guy now realizes the market has crashed on that particular product. Now he's trying to sell. He's only getting 200 bucks for it. That's an 80% drop, you know, in, in value right there. Now he's probably upset. Like, hey, I took a hit. I lost 800 bucks, but you know what? It's my wallet. Don't tell me how to spend my money. Uh, I'm willing to take that, that loss, but I was using this money to go and hopefully try and make something, another purchase for something I really want. Everybody collects, everybody sells differently. So, uh, you know, you can't really criticize people for going out there trying to sell something for at a loss. And say, well, oh, you're not going to make a, you're not creating a value, you're not creating a market for this. Uh, as you said, over time, that will already establish itself a price point at five, 10, 20 years down the road. Somebody else who picked up that $200 card now that that guy spent a thousand for got a great deal. Mm -hmm. He's probably a true collector now who wants that card. It's going to sit in his inventory, sit in his collection until one day when that card becomes a thousand dollar card again someday. But right. So it's all about perspective digging into that do you think this is more than kind of what i was saying is like that that flipper and mentality like let's i mean let's be honest i would say 99 percent of anybody that's out there buying cards chances are you're not going to hold those cards from the time you buy it until the time you die at some point you are going to sell those so at some point you are flipping those, whether it's, you know, to your, to your kids, you know, or whether it's to, you know, buy a house or whatever it is, there's a lot yeah. of different variables. So yeah. I guess what you're saying is that they are do they're doing what everybody else is doing. They're just doing it in a more short term and doing that. Like, there's a okay, lot of, well, I gotta a lot get out of this. short term guys. Yeah. And to me, I consider they're the day traders of our hobby. Gotcha. That's what they are. And so they're going to go out there. They get involved in the pump and dump. Uh, you know, they try to sell high, they can't sell high, they end up selling low. I mean, there's different reasons for people how they're collecting. I mean, there's certain collectors out there, they were buying a lot of certain things, then they would turn around like they were getting commended for what a great collection. Oh my God, you complete that entire set, it's awesome. Uh, and then they turn around, they're selling some pieces of that to get into this new stuff. And now they're like, ah, oh, I don't want this new stuff. I'm going to go back into my old stuff. I, you know, like you said, there's only 10 of a certain mm -hmm. card. Uh, let's use... 
the WCW autograph cards as an example. There's more than 10 of each of those cards on, on average. Right. Yeah. There's more than 10 Scott Halls. There's more than 10 Bret Hart's. There's more than, so those are going to probably pop up a little bit more frequently than a number to 10 card. Right. Uh, in our hobby. So yeah, I'm going to sell it. I bought it high. I sold it at a loss, but I'm taking my money from that to go back and get something else I want. I can pick up another card, a Scott Hall card or whatever I use as an example uh, and replace it. Um, you know, whatever the reasons are, who cares? It's their lane. Let them drive in it. Um, yeah. But the pump and dump theory, it, 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 it's real. It's happened in other sports for years and years and years. Um, and our niche just got exposed to it. And now here they are. Because all those guys, when Panini Prism first came out, all those guys who came in here and made their money and sold in those first weeks, they're all gone. They're not yeah. even in this hobby anymore. They're not, they weren't in the hobby to begin with. They were just here to sell it and get out. Right. I mean, there... the, the real, the real like super collectors or base collectors or master set collectors, what they should have been warned about was revolution. Revolution cards is a much harder base card set to put together. There is nobody on eBay. I think they've had one, maybe two sales that I've seen since revolution came out of a base set on eBay. I can find prism sets because there's plenty of it being printed. Why? Yeah. Um, and, and that's something that many of us, uh, some of some of us did know that ahead of time, but um, I, I again I'll fully admit like that's something I didn't consider. But I also wasn't out here saying base cards are going to be worth a lot of money. I was always oh saying no, but even know. even like the the rookie stuff for the Braun Breakers and yeah. like that, those, those prices came so far down. You mm -hmm. know, base set of a rookie card selling for a hundred bucks, and that's what always happens in the sports prism though. And I just think a lot of people didn't understand that. And uh, you know, uh, going back to revolution stuff too though is. You have revolution sets that uh, there's no retail for this product. So there's nothing more of it. It's all hobby. Mm -hmm. So there's no uh, EPAC type of stuff. There's no retail. There's no blasters. Nothing. Like, there's no, you know, feeds, nothing, nothing that stuff. It's all hobby box stuff. So it's very hard to make base sets. I'm still, I mean, hell, I opened four boxes of it and I, I'm 61 cards short of a base set. <laughs> and, uh, you know, through deals now, I'm going to be probably like maybe 12 cards sort of base set now through deals in the last week and a half but it, it that's people should have been warned more about that uh than they should have been warned about panini stuff i guess but uh pumping up's real man uh wrestling card community got got uh got woke is there anything the, uh, is there anything else within wrestling cards you can think of offhand that you've seen where this has also happened no. because i think it's a good transition into talking about promoting one's cards and you know, we all like to talk about the stuff we buy, the stuff we collect, the stuff we like. And just because I'm out here talking about certain cards doesn't mean that I'm invested in it. It doesn't even mean I own the card. I can just say, this is a cool set. This is a cool card. But there and are others out there who flex their stuff all the time. And whether it irritates people who like, I'm tired of seeing the same stuff over mm -hmm. and over and over. Well, first off, just mute them. If you're talking yeah. about Twitter stuff, just mute them. You don't have to worry about it anymore or, or, you know, whatever you want to do to, to, to not see that stuff. There's ways to do it, but that's just people's ways. People are invested in different ways in this hobby, whether it be a monetary thing, because whether it be a particular brand that they're supporting because, Oh, I'm a PSA guy. Well, I'm an SGC guy, whatever. I mean, I'm it, an AEW. It, I'm a WWE. I, I'm a, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm an indie guy. I'm not whatever. There, there's certain people, they, they, everybody collects differently. And so, if you're in it for a financial reason, obviously you're going to do everything you can in your power to protect your investment. Um, so if I'm like, no, I'm only a BGS guy and, and you're going to go out there and you're going to pump BGS graded stuff all the time. That, that's because that's what you have. That's what you're invested in. 
Um, I, and I get that. So everybody's going to be flexing and, and pumping their stuff to a certain level, a certain degree. So I, I mean, I, I pump stuff all the time, but only from an informational standpoint, I'm, like, I'm not pumping anything to, to like every single week, putting out uh, the same freaking card, trying to, trying to move it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just pumping out different stuff from information like, to make a, a awareness of the, of the hobby itself. Right. There are others out there like, you know, Hey, Brian Williams, you know, God bless him, man. He's got that half a million dollar Jericho card. He's got out there. It's like that, but you know what? It's the only nine five he's putting out there to try to pump it up, to get some kind of an interest in it. And if somebody offered him a hundred grand for it, I'm sure he would probably be the first guy to say, I'll, I'll absolutely sell to you for a hundred grand. That's life-changing money right there for some people. And um, there's just different levels to this pump and dump mentality. And on the flip side, you've got some stuff like what I do, and that's just pump and not dump. And the two things that I will, I, I love 8283 signed wrestling all-stars, and I'm trying to put that whole set together. And I may never do it, but I'm going to try. And anytime yeah. I get one, I like to share it with social media to say, hey, this yeah, is but you're out shared, there. You're sharing it once. It's not like you're, put, you're not pumping but, it out every, every, every day. But I think people can get that, that inclination because I'm, I'm posting them all the time or carrying cross stuff but I'm not selling any of that stuff. And I think there are a lot of the times we see whether it's like one thing I, I've said this in a couple of videos and episodes, like I'm really getting sick of seeing the gold refractor phrase. Like, okay, I know gold, like that's what everybody wants. I know, but yeah. I'm sick of seeing the same thing, but those people that are sharing that aren't, are also not selling it. So yeah. there, there's like a, there's a fine line between like pumping your own stuff because you believe in it, pumping and dumping and then, you know, just being a collector, like there's, yep. and there's, there's an, there's kind of an in-between on any of that, no matter what you're going Which for. only adds to the, what we always talk about that there's just so many different levels of ways to collect and yeah. how to, uh, you know, whether you want to promote yourself, you want to just share your knowledge, whether you want to just share your collection because you're happy and proud of it. It's all good, man. It's all good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else wrestling wise that I've seen. Uh, I've, I can't really legitimately say anything is a pump and dump because when you kind of, you know, break it down, it all goes back to, well, this is just a different style. Like I mentioned a couple months back, I think that, you know, we were seeing people jump from this indie set to that indie set to that. And I don't necessarily think they were pumping and dumping. I just think they were uh, maybe deciding, you know, Oh, new flavor of the month, you know, well, try, you're trying, you're trying to create interest. That's what you're trying yeah. to do. You're, 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 hey, I own this. I think it's cool let me go ahead and pump it just gotta, you know get some interest in it maybe it hurt helps my value i, I don't know there's different mentalities like that mm-hmm. but there's always been that's been the way now for the last year or, or so and caleb be a great guy to talk about any yeah. stuff when it comes to that but uh it, it for a while there it did seem like the flavor of the month type of thing like oh it's all about pwg that's going oh it's all about gcw that's going oh, it's all about limitless no, limitless yeah i mean uh I, but you know i think those values are still holding true though um there's really not a pump and dump per se. You don't see a whole lot of it being sold. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to, to inflate things for um, uh, educational purposes, for uh, getting eyeballs on the product. I've always Definitely. said uh, just like, hey, look at what we have here. These are cool things. Are people talking about this card over here? What's this MJF stuff going on over here? Uh, it's just there's a lot of talk going on. Whatever brings more eyeballs to our hobby and gets more collectors involved, that's great, great stuff, I think so. Yeah. And uh, just to continue to continue talking about that, like, I think that one thing that wrestling experience right now, and again, we, if you're in the sports card world, you, you know this, but we, we hadn't really seen a lot of 
pump and dump, if you want to call it that with new people coming in and they, they didn't, you know, as you said, they didn't care anything about the product. They just wanted to buy it and sell it as quick as mm-hmm. possible. And, you know, we don't see that a lot because at its core, the wrestling car community does not sell a lot of stuff. So it's more of like, you know, the continual pump and promotion, as you said, and as I said, but they're not selling them. So I think that also maybe left a bad taste in their mouth and for people going forward, whether it is the higher end AEW stuff that's going to be coming out, whether it's this next indie set, whether it's the next Panini product, like people may be hesitant now because they're like, okay, now that I've seen this in Prism, is this going to start happening in these other products? And it, 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 it probably won't be to that level. We're not going to, I don't think we're going to see it to that level again. No. Um, but, you know, it's actually kind of trickled through, especially during the pandemic era. It really uh, kind of trickled through where there were people are, they were trying to force feed us great at Impel, great at Impel, great at Impel. And so there was a pump there to inflate prices of stuff in hopes of selling this stuff that's, you know, I'm allegedly still printing to this day, uh, <laughs> trying to make money off of this. So there's always going to be that aspect like that. I mean, if I wanted to, I really could go and take my, you know, my 2000, 2001, you know, uh, uh, Divas promo cards that, that never got made and just keep putting out there, putting it out there, putting it out there and just kind of in, inflate uh, the price of it, you know, because uh, I'm going to sell it someday. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guaranteeing I'm going to sell it someday. So I guess from that mentality, why wouldn't I want to go ahead and pump it, pump it, pump it and then just dump it. But eh, it's, kind of a different type of pump and dump, I guess, in that sense. But Yeah, it is because that's, I think that's more of an educational thing. And like, yeah. I, I, I like, I know that there's people out there that don't like certain sets. And I just said about the gold refractors, but all those people I know that are doing that, like they're not selling them. So no, because that's what, that's been the thing about wrestling cards anyways, yeah. right? It's people hoard or they, they uh, just don't want to let it go. It's a different breed of collector, not even a different breed of collector. It's a different mindset and mentality of collectors out there uh, when it comes to, God, not even that. It's a different mindset when it comes to wrestling, wrestling cards. I could, I could be a baseball card collector who flips, 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 but I'm holding on to my wrestling because it means something more to me. It's right. a childhood memory. It's a, uh, a teenage memory. It reminds me of Attitude Era. It reminds me of, you know, uh, early 80s or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, it, it's just there's a lot of nostalgia attached to wrestling, which we've talked about some million times yeah. in different formats. Uh, and so people like to hoard that stuff and hold on to it and don't like to let it go. I'll also mention that throughout all of this, we've continued to see record high wrestling prices across the board. So sure. uh, pump and dump or not vintage, modern, it's all just gone higher and higher and it just continues to. Which is what we said in the beginning anyway, yeah. when this when uh, Panini got the license that it's just going to open the door. It'll be a trickle down effect where, yeah, that that wave that happened, a lot of people weren't expecting it. They weren't expecting to have that whole pump and dump, which is the subject of this episode. And now we've all lived through it. Uh, we hopefully have learned and people who didn't know are better educated. Um, and, but we've, we've learned from this stuff. We're going forward. Now it's just that we know what our hobby is about. And now there's more eyeballs on it, which is what we wanted. So the residual effect of what the pump and dump is still a positive, which is that it threw a bigger spotlight on our, on our hobby. And now people are like, oh, let's good uh, kind of get in more involved in this upper deck stuff and this Panini stuff and this, all this uh, drama going on. So good, bad, or indifferent, 
whether it be people bickering each other on social media or commending each other, high-fiving, slapping their asses, whatever the case may be, <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it's still all good because there's people talking about our, our hobby. As we kind of close out the show, I want to give just a little personal advice, and then I'd like to hear your opinion on what you have to say to the listening audience. As far as what people perceive as pump and dump, and you see on social media, don't fall for FOMO. Stay in your lane, collect what you like, collect what you love. However, if all of a sudden you see someone sharing something and it catches your eye and like you want to kind of try that set, that's okay too. Like you're, as Tony said, you're allowed to change your mind and evolve your collection. It's a never ending thing because, you know, if you just get stuck in the same thing, it, maybe you get bored of it and then maybe you get out of the hobby. So it's, a, I've never, and whether you're buying high and selling low, like it doesn't matter if it's keeping you involved in the hobby. That's all that matters ultimately. Now I, Obviously, I don't like to lose money. I'm extremely frugal, but that's that's your prerogative if you're doing that, not mine, you know. So um, don't fall for the FOMO, but if you want to try some new lanes in the hobby, like go for it. Just make sure you're having fun and evolve your collection and do what you want to do ultimately. If you want to go after the all-stars because Rob and David say that's the best set in the world, by all means, if you want to try to beat them, which you won't, but you can try, <laughs> um, go for it. If you want to go for refractors, if you want to go for indie sets, if you just want to put together as many base sets, if you want to just hoard, like pick your favorite wrestler, buy all their cards, you know, and they don't even have to be popular, or maybe it is Hulk Hogan. It doesn't matter. Just do what you want to do and have fun. Yeah, I, I say uh to that like you know you're not going to beat them uh that's mentality i think is never a good thing this is not True. a game this is not a game so there are no uh definitive winners and losers uh this is not a game so you're collecting because you're enjoying it and you're having fun that's the first and most important thing to do when you're getting into anything collectible i don't care if you collect cards cars lingerie i don't care what you collect this has really it, gone to an after dark episode yeah. you started uh, that i i i just uh, i told you i was in a mood um uh <laughs> I, I don't care what you collect as long as you're having fun doing it and no one's getting hurt of course i have it doesn't matter uh, just do it because you enjoy it uh and like you said it's okay to change the lanes if you need to once in a while but I, i'm a perfect example of that you know, I was a master set collector for, you know, from the late 80s all the way through, you know, uh, the early 2000s. I was a master set collector. Uh, you know, once tops got involved and parallels became a thing beyond the normal, you know, FLIR, you know, just stamped championship, you know, goals like that or stamped, you know, with a gold uh, logo type of thing on it. Um, when I had multiple, I, I just said, you know what, it's time for me to get off this road and go on a different road now. It's like that. Yeah. And I just, I kind of fell out of collecting as a whole uh, and just started, uh, you know, not being involved at all. It's like that. Uh, now I'm back in it and the last several years and I'm a different, I'm a different collector than I ever was before. I'm a player collector. I'm having a lot of fun doing that with my Loomis collection, especially more so than my Kurt Angle stuff. Like Kurt Angle stuff, I've been very, very soft, very cold on. I don't even go after anything anymore. I don't even research anymore. Hmm. Um, I just kind of let things fall into my lap if and when they do. Where Loomis, I'm actually searching daily for <laughs> and uh, just, you know, having fun with it. So it's okay to change. Um, and I don't let anybody else uh, overly influence me. I don't suffer from FOMO. Uh, I did early on. I admit it. I did early on. Like, I got to get this. Like, I was looking for ways, like, how can I make that money? How can I sell things and make money? Uh, and I still have that, that mentality, but sure. in a different way. Yeah. I, I don't, Same. 
I just don't, uh, I don't pressure myself and like, well, I missed it. You know, I missed it. There's something else. There's always something else. Always. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talk about competing. Like I, I told you, I was trying to put together that, that all-star set. Right. And like, I, I don't set out to play. I want as many as I can get. I want to complete the set, but I don't think I'm ever going to get uncle Danny. I don't think I'm ever going to get Rob or David and it's not hey, slowing me down at just, all. Cause every just single one with yourself. Just yeah. Everyone yourself. I pick up, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I just got this. I you never thought I would have, it. You have You have another new car autographed, you know, all-stars car or whatever the hell is you want to collect. You have another yep. new car from a set that you're trying to collect. You are now one step better than you already were before. It's like that. Absolutely. So just go ahead, pat yourself on the back and have a lot. Very Horowitz. Yeah. There you go. Enjoy <laughs> yourself on that. And then, uh, it's good. It's a good thing. Yep. All right. Well, what a great, I think that was a great episode. You know, it's always fun to have kind of these little off the cuff, different type of discussions and not sure. just the same wrestling topics all the time. So uh, Tony, I'm pretty sure we know where we can find you, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about the national. Let's talk about top rope con uh wrestling trading cards.com for everything you uh want to know about wtc uh, there's a website if you want to contact us everything's on the social media platforms all that stuff is on the bottom of every page so links to everything um national yep uh myself and uh wrestling card price guide paul Anon and uh chuckster and there's a bunch of us that are going to be all meeting at the national this year uh we're going to be there wednesday through saturday um i decided i went ahead and cashed in miles I'm doing the whole thing first as well class, baby first class baby all the way um and then um yeah so we're there to help spread awareness on on the wrestling card community uh be handing out some cool neat things uh, i don't know when this is going to air but you know um probably the week of the national actually okay so. well go come come check us out uh look for us uh i'm not gonna wear the same shirt every single day i can tell you that <laughs> so um uh i i've done enough conventions to know that's not the right way to do things but um um I will be washed, bathed, don't worry. Because um, I'm not going to be a, a typical convention guy out there. But um, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun out there. Spread awareness. We're going to be getting involved. I know that we're going to be doing a lot of, um, you know, impromptu uh, interviews. at a, I can't wait know, for that. Waiting for content to put out there. Um, hopefully we can stream it live. I don't know what we're going to do yet. It's all, We're going to make it up as we go along. We have some things that we have that we're going to be, you know, maybe handing out to random people. You never know. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then top rope con is at toprope.com. Uh, or you can go to top rope wrestling con.com. I know we've been kind of quiet lately on announcing guests, but that's contractual stuff that we're not allowed to uh, until certain days out from the show. And so we're kind of waiting to get the, uh, the green light uh, to go ahead and announce, make those announcements. And we're kind of making some adjustments too. We, may end up going with a little bit smaller venue. I'm trying to always be as fully transparent as possible. So I got, uh, only because I think that, um, I think we might've bitten off a little bit more than we can chew when it comes to the size of the place that we want to have. And I don't want to have anybody walking around going, oh my God, this place is kind of empty because yeah. it's so spread out. So we're looking at other potential avenues of having things and, um, uh, we'll keep people posted as as we know. So um, we're working on that aggressively as of this recording right now. So if you don't count the national, I really want to see Top Rope Con become like the I know you're going to have all different kinds of things, but I, I'm hoping the groundswell will be like the wrestling card national for the wrestling fans. Kind of what you know, 
in my, you know, from a greedy standpoint, that's kind of what I really like to have. I don't, uh, I, I love that. Love to oh, have that. Tony's I, Tony's going to pump and dump top rope con. Oh no. Yeah. But <laughs> from a greedy standpoint, I love to have that, but, uh, any platform that's all, uh, that allows people to share show and, uh, give knowledge to the, uh, the hobby. I'm all for that. So yep. that's why I, you and I, you know, sit here and we preach all the time about, Hey, if you want to start creating some content, do it, man. You know, Please. Caleb's doing some excellent stuff with indie stuff, you know, and I'm still toying the idea of a WTC network for those of you guys, you know, don't want to run a YouTube channel like that. Just want to create content. You edit it all up, send it over to me. I'll put it up. I'll, I'll give you a whole playlist channel. You can go ahead and put your own stuff on there and we'll have a one-stop shop area kind of thing in a, in a sense where people can go and get a lot of different type of content. I'm all for it. If, put more stuff out there if all you want to care about is talking about ccg stuff put it out there if all you care about is talking about uh, you know I, i'm a big hulk hogan fan i want to have everything about hulk hogan cards as long as you're talking cards put it out there man spread yep. share the knowledge and you what can, can find, find you at zan morning on all social platforms wrestling with cards on youtube please subscribe to that uh so, uh, just brought back recently my solo podcast wrestling with cards the podcast which I'm going to bring those back periodically when I can, as I have time. You guys know me and Tony have talked about that numerous times, how sometimes time gets in the way of getting things done, but we do the best we can. Uh, please subscribe to that. It's available on all popular podcast platforms. Links to what Tony's talked about, links to what I've talked about are in the show notes of this podcast. So if you you know need a direct guide, a Google Maps, so to speak, of where you can find us, just check the show notes, click on the links, and you'll see where we're at. Thank you guys for listening to the show today. Whatever you're listening to this on, please subscribe. And most importantly, maybe even more important than subscribing, is sharing with a friend. A lot of the times the podcasts are not promoted. They're promoted via word of mouth. And if we're going to grow the listenership, we're going to grow the hobby, we're going to grow the community. We need more people just sharing this to tell a friend, tell a family member, tell somebody on social media, tag us in it, whatever you got to do. Just spread the word about this show if you're enjoying it and if we're bringing some value. Thank you guys for listening. Until next week, we'll see you.